Welcome to the Dogsthorpe Infant School, part of Hampton Academy's Trust. It's time to dream, believe, and shine. This is your captain speaking. We've been cleared for departure. Okay, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. listening to Launchpad. Well, we're now into the summer term and the nicer weather is beckoning us all out into the gardens and further afield on trips out. One of the most enjoyable places to visit is the seaside. The sensation of the sand beneath our feet, the sound of a seagull's cry, the sight of the sun glistening on the sea, and even the taste of delicious fish and chips. But of course, for the creatures that live on our beaches and beneath the surface of the waves, well, it's their 24-hour, 365 days a year home. That's why it's very important for us to take care of our beaches and better understand the creatures that live there. We've always taken our Dogsthorpe Infant School children to the seaside to meet the creatures that live at the sea and under the sea, and we often beachcomb the sand to see what we can find. But we've got a new friend now to help us. Her name is Nicola. She's a marine biologist, no less. And she runs the excellent schools resource called Rockpool School. Welcome to the show, Nicola. Hello. Could you tell us please, what is Rockpool School and what do you offer schools? So in a nutshell, it is basically um, my own little business, which I go around mainly schools um, and I'll take in my pets, rock pool creatures. I will show the children them. I will explain about them, how important they are to our marine environments. Um, we'll have a lot of fun, but they learn at the same time and they can get hands on so that they appreciate the animals and have more of an awareness. We'll also do Zoom sessions with scouting groups, girl guiding, we're going to care homes, um, basically anywhere. So we do a lot of things. Care homes is more kind of reminiscent sessions. So we'll take the animals in and the, the residents will talk about, you know, what they used to find them when they were little. So I learn a lot from them because things have definitely changed animal wise. Um, and then they'll, they'll tell you about their days on the beach. So it's really lovely. So basically, I like to go around and spread the knowledge about our marine environments. Brilliant. It sounds sounds great work um, for us in landlocked Peterborough. Some of our children, not all of them, but some of our children haven't even seen the sea, which is why we take we think it's important to take them to the seaside and so they can see the sea <laughs> and, and yeah. meet, meet the creatures and um, look at the, the, the creatures and, and touch and feel the sounds, the, the, the sights of, of the seaside. Uh, and the beach has changed drastically over the years and I guess it's still changing due to pollution and things. 
It definitely is. Even from when I was younger, there's you can see the creatures are different. I would find a lot of starfish when I was a little. And in fact, a lot of the, the residents in the care homes say that, whereas now you can't. So it, there's a lot of things. There is pollution. We've actually had a lot of, you know, um, crabs washed up on our beaches because of pollutions, unfortunately. Um, global warming is affecting it. The species are changing and moving. Um, I think a lot of also with the storms we've had as well, that kind of affects what lives there. So there is definitely lots of things. It's, it is interesting to see how it does change, but sometimes it's not always for the bear. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's from that that down on the on the west coast where they 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 have Lego washed up to the the sites that we've seen on our television screens of the plastic in the oceans and things. Yeah. It, it, it is it is a big problem, um, and which I guess is the important. For you to do this work with with children so that they can see these creatures whilst we've still got them but also to encourage them to look after the environment a lot better than we have our past recent present um generations have looked at them so the work you do is is vital um you you mentioned that you do zoom and i can tell by your accent that you're up in the northeast <laughs> of, of of England um so that puts you a little bit further away from us so it may not be easy to travel and I guess you visit local schools rather than come nationally is that correct well we do mainly focus on local schools but every year we do go down to Buckinghamshire um, and Dover and do workshops with a couple of schools there so we'll spend a couple of days and have the full days with them so we do travel we've actually had the school in Luton just get in touch as well so that is definitely something I'm happy to do because I am aware there's not a mu much around the UK that does this kind of thing so I am happy to travel but yeah um, we do do zoom sessions as well so obviously the children wouldn't be able to handle the creatures but I still show them them on the screen explain a little bit about them and they're just they're absolutely fascinated we always have gruesome and interesting facts to keep them interested so they definitely remember the facts as well so no it is really good like you said about the litter as well we can kind of focus the sessions on different topics so we do do a lot on marine litter and um, we'll take or I could show pictures of animals trapped in marine litter and it does definitely affect the children to the point where a lot of them have got back in touch or the parents and said oh we do a litter pick on the beach every week now because they're really you know, they're aware of what's going on, whereas they weren't beforehand. So we can do that both in person and online, actually, yeah. Because maybe that's that's one thing that when you come to academy trusts like like ourselves at Hampton Academies Trust, getting, getting a group of schools together means yeah. that we can invite you down and maybe do something so that you can visit the different schools and being based in one place, you can then get yeah. in front of a lot of children all at once. So that's that's something that that maybe the trust can think about. And um, and the Zoom is also important for us because it's important for our children to to see the creatures, even if they can't touch them. Um, yeah. but, and, and we hope that um, if, if coronavirus behaves itself, we're, we're hoping that we can get them out to our children out to the sea so that at least they can explore again like they, they have before the pandemic hit. Good on you, Eddie. Eddie agrees with that. <laughs> um, the, the, um, the, 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 the sorts of things that you do um, highlight 
the fact of, of pollution. And, and, and for the listeners listening, I can remember when I was a boy, which was, okay, it was 40, 50 years ago now, um, coming up for 60, but um, um, the, the, even in those days, I could go and there was a little lagoon near where I used to live, and I used to get tadpoles and newts. And by the time I'd reached my teenage years, they'd all gone because yeah. uh, pollution, weed killer had got into this, this lagoon and uh, we lost them. So children, if you're listening to this, we've still got some of our creatures that Nicola and other people are going to show you. Look after them because it's very, very important. If people want to know uh, about what you do and how they can get in touch with you, Nicola, what's the, where are the best places to go? We are on Facebook, just as Rockpool School, Instagram as Rockpool School and Twitter as Rockpool School as well. Um, we'll pop up straight away. We don't have a website, but we are on social media and we'll put things on every day, even just facts for the children to learn about. There's always something on and um, you can get in touch that way. Just send a message if anybody's interested and we can have a chat and see what we can do. And and if if a school is listening and they want to have you to do a, a Zoom link with them, obviously, you know, they're all school budgets, they're going to be thinking of money. How much would it cost to have you to, say, do a Zoom link with a school? To do a Zoom, it is £30 and it lasts, the session is about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I suppose it just depends really how long the lessons are but it depends on the age of the children as well actually we can start with um the julia donaldson book share in a shell because children love that love julia donaldson and it tells them a little bit about how rock pool creatures help each other out so we'll read that before we introduce them to the animals and then i'll go through the animals one by one so that if they do get a chance to go to the beach at some point they know what they're looking at and what they eat where they live things like that and then we'll have a little question session at the end. We'll always get loads of questions off the children as well because they're always just so interested. So it is, it's good fun. Yeah. So we could we could we could maybe um, get a year group together and and do something on the big screen with you because they, yeah. would, they the children would love would love to see that. So that's something to think about. And and obviously um, it'll be more if you come in person. Um, and yeah. there'll be things like um, you know so making sure that you've got accommodation for the night because it is a long way from where whereabouts are you based Nicola? So I'm in Whitley Bay so right on the northeast coast just just on the coast across from Newcastle hence the accent. <laughs> yeah 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 I'm, I'm, I'm half expecting Anton Dick to turn up next. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> or Jimmy Nail. Um, lovely. It's a lovely accent. Don't lose it. Oh. Don't don't lose that accent. Everybody, when, when it comes to accents, everybody thinks that I'm from South London because I talk like this. Yeah. I don't. I'm a Kent boy, but there you go. Um, and it stretches a long way. Um, but I know that accents are accents are a key, and never lose that because that's great. Um, oh, so, so um, listeners, if you missed any of those links, don't worry, they're all going to be attached to the podcast. Um, and so all you need to do is look at look at the text and it will give you all the links or ask your smart speaker and it will take you to Rockpool School. Nicola, thank you for joining us today. It's been lovely. What what inspired you to to become a marine biologist? 
Well, just since the day I was born, I always knew I wanted to work with the sea. Mainly, I used to love whales and dolphins, and I always thought I'll be, you know, swimming with them my whole life. That'll be my job, as you do. But as I got older, as I was growing up, there was kind of nothing at all around. Yes, we've got the beach, which is we're really lucky, but there was nothing. There was nobody that could kind of tell me anything about anything to do with the beach. Um, and I eventually found a course at university, which was a struggle even just finding that. Um, and I just thought I'm going to make it my mission because I struggled so much when I was little to learn about it. I'm going to make it my mission to kind of spread this on to children. And it's amazing to see how many are interested in it and how many after the, you know, even just experience the animals. Oh, I want to be a marine biologist. They just they appreciate it so much or the animals so much once they see them and know more about them. I think it's just awareness, basically. We just need to make everyone aware. And and how how difficult a course is it to be a marine biologist? How long does it take you to be a marine biologist? Because the only reason I ask is that we're going to have, we'll probably have students listening to this and maybe they're thinking, well, I'd like to do what Nicola's doing. What, what sort yeah. of work do you have to do to, to become a marine biologist? Well, you have to, your A-levels, you mainly have to focus on biology, and chemistry um things do change quite regularly so you might especially different universities you may need to check um so definitely them too um and basically any other kind of a level it it doesn't matter um and i it's just so much fun if that's what you're interested in i didn't even find it you know well it was hard work i'm not gonna lie it was hard work but i enjoyed it at the same time i loved learning about animal behavior and things so i've, I've actually gone all the way up to phd level now because i loved it so much and it just seems like you're having fun if that's what you want to do it, it's just it's not hard work it's just it, enjoying it yeah and that's that's the key isn't it if you find a job that you enjoy doing and it's, yeah. it's a pleasure to do it. It's it's not really yeah. a job, is it? It's it's a pleasure yeah. to do it, and it's a, and it's a, it's certainly vital work. So long may you continue in your work. Long may you continue to change children's lives. And uh, if you're a child listening to this, um, have have a nag your mum and dad. Go to the sea because as well as all the fairground rides and all the the big dippers and things and the ice cream, amongst it all, go down onto the beach and meet the creatures that live there because they're there 365 days a year, and some of them are in danger because we've been selfish. Nicola, thank you for your time today. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for having me. And so another great show comes to an end. Eddie and Captain Dave thank you all for listening to their show. Tune in again soon when Eddie's Launchpad will be waiting to take you and your children on another exciting learning journey to dream, believe and shine.
Eddie and Captain Dave thank you all for listening to their show today. Join them again next week when, once again, we'll take another learning journey on the Hampton Academy's Trust Launchpad, the podcast to encourage young stars to dream, believe and shine.